Okay, turn to page two. We're in the middle of the Agdama to this next pickle in the Nechamelio. And we were learning about the census that Davidamel took toward the end of his life, the end of his reign, where Yayev, even Yayev, was hesitant to do it because of the Isser and the Yani Kabbalah of the possible Kitrug and damage when one counts Yidin either directly or even indirectly when it's not for a justifiable cause. Obviously, David Melech that as a government, he had a right to find out. Apparently, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, is going to... Actually, I don't have to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to tell him. He's going to tell him that there's an Einish, but David Melech realized himself that it was a mistake and it wasn't necessary. And as soon as he did it, he regretted it, which showed the backdrop of the Perak where there was a Kitra on Klai Yisrael, which is why David Mal didn't have Siat Shmaya. Now it becomes dangerous for David and for Klai Yisrael. Uh, if you look back again on page 2, let's go to Pasuket Olive. Yachim David Baveke, Dvar Hashem, Haya El Gad, Anav Yichayzad David, Lamer. Halach, Dibarite El David, Kayim HaShem, Shalash, Anelchi, Netil, Alecha. You have a choice of three Einshem, which are also ancient for Klai Yisrael. Choose one, which is extremely painful and difficult. As David HaMelech will respond before he chooses one, how difficult it is. Choice number one, seven years of famine. Three months of losing in battle which could cripple the entire army and country. It's not just a question of some losses or a string of losses. It's uh, very dangerous. Or three days of a plague, which is deadly uh, as soon as it starts. And if somebody asked last time, why is one three days and three months... Assuming for a moment they're all in the same league and the famine takes longer to have an effect and the battles are a slow effect, the Dever is unfortunately pretty quick. Ata da ure ma'ashiv sholchi dover. Think about it and let me know what I should go back to Hakarjibarah with. We'll go back to that phrase in a moment. Look back first in Rashi Yabez, which we did not see yet. One of three punishments. Rashi points out the midi connected midi here. The einish is very meduktuk. Every einish never lasts ten seconds, or even one second more than it has to, and never falls short, unless a person is doing such tshuva misarachman that it is shortened. As a matter of fact, the einish he picks, which is dever, will be shortened significantly. But part of the pain is hearing about. The Einish. It's part of the Tsar. And the Lushan over here, Sholosh, that he has to now hear a list of three. And all three possibilities. And the fear and the pain and the process of deciding. So Rashi says, Amidah Kenega Amidah, Sholosh Aninotil Alecha Kenega Sholosh Shetalta Al Shol. It's pretty pretty amazing and uh, pretty sobering. Davana Melech never took the comma against Shol forgave him, tried to make Shalom a number of times as he was chasing him. And Shalom was trying to kill him. He thought he was a murder of Malchus. And 
when the time came that David Amal had the opportunity to kill Shaul in the cave, had a couple of opportunities. So his men wanted to kill Shaul, halachli, they had every right to, and David never allowed them. Never allowed them to touch him. He says, the Mashiach Hashem, he's a king, he's Beshegeg, I'm Ramuta, whatever you want to call it. It's not my business. And all the conversations where he spoke about the relationship or lack thereof with Shaul and all the things that people are suggesting he do to Shaul, David would always say that it's not my place. And one of the places where he mentioned, possibly quoting over here, Kim Hashem David Mel said, it's not my place to harm him. His time will come. If he's supposed to be punished, Hashem will punish him. Ayama Yava Vameis, Amacham Ayer Pretty graphic. And for David Amal's Madrega, he shouldn't have said any of these. You don't have to give a Baruch Hu, so to speak, multiple choice on what a Baruch Hu is going to do to your enemies. You can daven that you be saved, which David did. You thank Hashem for being saved, which David did. David by suggesting that I don't have to take care of Shaul because Hashem will do one of these three things to him was on David's Madrega out of line. For us, it would have been a tremendous madrega, just not doing anything. Would have been tremendous. But for Davon Amalekh, that fell short. It was a tremendous musr. We can't take Nakama, we can't even wish Nakama, we can't even talk about the Nakama that somebody else is going to take. And these three, the Mephoshim point out, is three is connected to the number three in the Pasuk of the three months, the three days, the three months, the, the seven years, some say it was three years, but combined with the previous famine. And they point out that the three Lashanis of it here, Ki Mashem Yigafenu, is Magefa, is the Dever, Mosa Yemo Yavo Vames is the Rav, and Mohammed Yeriv is the enemy attacking. So the Midikamida is very, very exact, especially for somebody on a high Madrega, which, as we spoke about in this Sugya, is not a reason not to exercise Yibachira to raise the Madrega. In fact, you're going to have more Diktuk. It's a Schus. Just that uh, the bigger you are, the more it's noticed for your own good. What is David Melch's response? Pasigadal, Vayama David Elgad, Sadli Ma'ad, Nifla, Na, Biyad Hashem, Ki Rabim Rachamov. Go to page four for a moment. Biyad Adam Alapayla. And what was the answer? Which one? Number one, number two, or number three? So, Nifla, Biyad Hashem, as he explained, Based on the very complicated machlekes, can a man harm another man without the gezerah? So, we're not going to get into that because the Radak avoids it. The Radak says, whatever you hold, it looks like the perception is that this is bide aldam, war, being attacked by enemies, and the famine will also be because you have to go begging for food and go to other countries and start uh, dealing with coming on to other people. The only one that you can't have any hallucinations. And any misconception that is not completely beyond Hashem is Dever. Dever is Nebuchadnezzar. People get sick and they die. Uh, no one's touching them. And no one's going anywhere. No one's just Dever is Dever. So Dover Mal's response is I'd rather fall directly beyond Hashem, either because I want people to understand that it's only from Akash Baruch Hu, and they shouldn't see Tzadik Rala Rashi Tavla and the Rashi is succeeding and we're getting beaten up. Or that the reality is is that it's more complicated when there's a human being who has Bechira, even though, at, as I mentioned last week, at the end of the day, Hashem fixes everything up, uh, and everything is fair, even if it has to be fixed up. 
But we're not going to get to that now. It's a great topic for a subject. If we would do that, it would take us about six months. So we're not going to get into it now. Just to explain the Pusik, David and Melch clearly made a decision for the Dever. I saw a hand. No, 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 because if nobody knows that there are germs, that germs exist, before Louis Pasteur discovered, if society is built, this is the way we operate, then that's not beyond Odom. Back then. That's all, back then. Today, (laughs) if you're alluding to, in fact, should we be vaccinating for, that's a separate cheer. Or, uh, (laughs) we're not getting into it now. There are very few things that each one of these will take, or whatever. We'll, um, and that shear will be given on Shabbos. <laughs> we pick but our, just, we pick our things. You should, uh, <laughs> you should ask your Rav and do what your Rav tells you to do if he's holding in the sugi. If he's not, he won't answer your question. But uh, the, uh, I, do you notice I didn't pick that for the Shabbos afternoon shear now, even though it's somewhat timely, unfortunately. Because, A, we have to be in another medical sugi of DNA, which is even far more complicated. So I'm going to just stop and start in the middle. And number two, it's better to give it in five years from now because anybody who needed direction asked me already. So it uh, wasn't really no game. So if you're still confused after the shoot, you can uh, not, you have it. Uh, okay. Uh, I have nothing to hide. We, uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Plus, <laughs> Pasik Tezvav. I have a number of people calling me sometimes for statements. I feel like a politician sometimes. I say no comment uh, more often than I'd like to. Pasik Tezvav. Eater Hashem Dever be Yisrael me a baker vadeis mayed. Vayamos min ha'am midan vad be'asheva shivim elef ish. The Dever with min sarachamim ended up being me baker vadeis mayed. The whole shaila what that means, but it was only for an hour, maybe a few hours, different shittas, but it was not three days. Rashi explains the different points of schus of Rachmim had a shrink and shrink and shrink, Baruch Hashem. In this short time, 70,000 people died. Just extrapolate what the number would have been had it been three days. So, David Amal chose it. What, was it worse than the numbers that could have been with the other two options? We'll never know. I assume they're all basically in the same league, and the question is uh, which one is still harder to handle, and why David picked this, we didn't discuss yet, we will in a moment. And Pasik Tezayin, just the Shlema saying, V'yishlach yada amalch Yushalayim l'shachasah, and the Malchamov is not coming to Yushalayim, V'yinochem Hashem al-arov, al-arov rather, V'yeyem el-amalach ha-mashchus ba'am, Rav at-taheref yadecha, Malchamov is stopped by a Baruch Nobody's an independent agent over here. There's only one boss. So Akash Baruch Hu told him to stop. And the Magefa stopped on Harabayas in the Garen of Aravna, who was either a guy or a Ger, a very, very Chashava, well, either Chashava Yid or Chashava Guy, whatever. He was very respectful. And David Melch understands this is the Malkam Amikdash, and he's going to buy it off of him. Finally, Shadow White didn't happen before. Not a tiny David, but they realize this is the Malkam, and the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, David Melch, there are many reasons why in his old age he was cold, and they couldn't warm him with coats. 
like any slight tiny avera of the tzaddikim that we can't figure out or hard to figure out and he cut off Shaul's corner one of the times that he could have killed him and he didn't but he was potter from tzitzis for those three hours till he changed his garment it's not even it's not an avera it's a bit of lasse under circumstances where he had a right to kill him and he had rachimim on him but for David Amalek that's considered an issue um, the clothing didn't warn him the midah and midah and over here, he met the Malach HaMavis on the threshing floor, on the Harabayas. And I've never done it, hope not to do it for a long time. But he met the Malach HaMavis and survived. One of the very few people. And it showed him. It, it, it was so terrifying, it had an effect, physically. Just a lot of interesting Madrashim. Because Allah Davrahu, Davrahu is 70 years old, not 170 and he was physically doing very poorly the last tkufa of his life. So, what was the reason? That's why Chazal looking for the Midi Kekamita. Okay, now, let's go back to our subject here. This is still the preamble. Uh, yes, I have two hands. Yeah. Um, to take the road back to the, what, what topic you said you didn't want to discuss, I'm talking about, not talking about vaccination. <laughs> you know, so there were three... Three choices. Know, three choices, and they get the three you know, things you said about so, but at the end of the day, he survived. Yes, he was chilled by the Malachimovas, but 70,000 people were killed. Why and it? the 70,000 out of the 5 million of them, and the Yidin, there were, had their other cheshbenes. He suffered, by the way, knowing David Malach they do, he suffered then the rest of his life more than the people who died quickly. Just the tsar of having any hand in triggering this kitrug, which the parrot begins, was a kitrug on Klai Yisrael, but he has something to do with it. So that's part of the answer. Uh, these are, as I said, this parak is a lot of deep theological issues from beginning to end, and it's on, it's recorded somewhere on the system uh, and terrorist streams, so, uh, and we spent a couple of months on it. Let's go back to the Rashi first in Yadalid, and then we'll see the Radak, and then we'll see where Avdesa wants to go with this. Rashi and Yadalid. You got it? Go back to page two, where we started. <coughs> Everybody have a copy? Did we run out? You have that, Ben? You okay? You got one? Okay. Rashi in Pasigidal. Now, that's a little bit of a ram. It's that there was some sliding scale. He just didn't know which one was which. And it doesn't mean it was out of the league, A out of B, B out of C. But Davidoff's trying to figure out, I'm trying to pick the one with the least collateral damage, even that's very difficult, and he wasn't 100% sure what it was until he got the remnants, which we'll get to soon. So, Rashi says, Which one did he choose? The Dever. The Rav doesn't affect everybody because you have a lot of money. There's some food, which is going to be very expensive. So, the Ashirim, David Malch is one of them, will be able to afford it. Amr of Alexandria, Amr David. Remember, godless of David, he didn't just look at the matzav for pinpointing the solution. He wanted to look at a global picture. What would the impression be? What would the chil Hashem be? What would the kid Hashem be? How do I make, under the circumstances, the biggest kid Hashem or avoid a bigger chil Hashem? Remember, we spoke about this recently. David Amal is running away from Avshalom, stops on her, has a sim, if now they then full view on top of the mountain and starts building an Avodah Zarah. 
contraption to bow down to erase the possible chil Hashem that Hashem's not being fair with David and Malachi Zizat Tzaddik. So he wanted everybody to think he's a Russia. That, that's how, it's a different way of thinking. It's not about you and it's not even about your Avedis Hashem. It's about how does your Avedis Hashem affect everybody else also. It's a completely, it's a, the global way of thinking in a, in a positive way is, is uh, David Malach. And you have to learn from it. So I'm a David. If I choose the battle scenario where we're losing many battles, as he started asking, well, does it affect him? So he didn't, whatever extent it will affect him or it won't, he doesn't want the perception he's choosing something that definitely won't affect him. And he has his own private guard, and if they're losing battles, he's going to be surrounded by people and protected. So he's not going to pick that because that's not going to look like it's a Kiddush Hashem, and the leader has to make the right decision, and when possible, I underline this, italics bold, uh, when possible, try to make it look like it's as fair as possible. I say that because every time a decision is made in the Tzibur, it's never going to be perfect, and there's always going to be some people who don't like it, and some people who are affected by it. You've got to make decisions. The only other alternative is weak totally irrelevant leadership that makes no decision because they're always worried what everybody's going to say. They do nothing, which is quite common. Just nothing ever gets done because they can't do this because they're going to complain. They can't do this. That lobby is going to complain. And you can't get anything done. That's not a way to handle things. So David Melch understands he's got to make a decision, but he wants it to be the most positive impression he could do under the circumstances. So losing a battle is out. If I pick the Rav, go to page 4 in Rashi. They're going to say, yeah, he's dependent on his wealth. David Melch, a king should be, has to be very wealthy, should be very wealthy, was very wealthy, and he's not going to starve. So I don't want that either. The very, very uh, strong reality is Dever doesn't make a difference how much money you have, it doesn't make a difference how many Geberim you have surrounding you, it's not going to help. And that's why he chose Dever. Again, assuming that he understood the damage is more or less the same or he can't figure it out. Otherwise, to make him not look bad, he wouldn't choose something which had more casualties. So that's the, uh, that's the assumption here. Go back to the Badak on page 3. Also in Pasuk Yedalid. Nifla Nabiyad Hashem. The Badak in the second column. Zadever Kemahine Yad Hashem. And I told you the Vadak sort of Bavarns, you don't have to get into the Machlekes, the Zayr, and the Chavis Lavavis. Yiplu, the perceived Machlekes. Yiplu Gamkem Biyad Adam, Shayelchu Lemitzrayim, Olashar Arzaz, Lishbar Bar Velechem. Sound familiar? He said, it's also Biyad Hashem that there's a Rav. Of course it's Biyad Hashem. But the question is, it's Biyad Hashem, but they have to now go to Mitzrayim go to Jordan, go to Syria, and start going around the streets begging the guy for food. It's going to look like we're at the mercy of somebody else, and it's not going to look like it's directly Biyad Hashem. Aval ha-dever Hashem levad. Nothing anybody could do. Lefichach ha-muvan. Next page. Nemilas Biyad Hashem ha-dever. What's understood, the Pashat, nobody argues on this, is that David chose the dever, because that is either totally Biyad Hashem or more perceived to be Biyad Hashem. Again, the Radak, different shot than Rashi. But the same bottom line is David is looking at the total picture. Where will it be less of a Bizayan for Klai Yisrael? 
and listen to this explanation. He said, well, if there's a Rav, besides the misconception that it's not as much Biyad Hashem, Hashem, you have to come on to other people, it's a bizarre that you have now thousands and thousands of Yidin vlogging around the streets in Alexandria begging for food. So he says, you have to protect the covet of Klayisol also. So we had that in mind. Dever is pretty horrific, but they don't have to go anywhere. Whoever died, died very quickly, and they're in Eretz Yisrael, and they're not among the Goyim. Shnayim, Yecherpa Why? So the war factor is obvious. The Goyim are going to attack, and they're winning, and we're losing, and it's a battle, and Goyim loved fighting wars. They traveled with reporters. We know that from history, and we know that from Josephus, which is history. Josephus is hired by the Romans to write a good story about the wars. And this was like their whole life, the excitement and the, the glory and the victory. So this is going to be reported all over the world. And they're never killing Yidin in battle. There might be as many Yidin dying in the Magaifa, but at least that's at home, and the Ganyam aren't here watching it. And that's an important consideration of Chil Hashem and Kiddush Hashem. Because Israel was surrounded by other nations, and whenever there's a famine, they had to go beg there. This is what Rashi quotes. Notice that they want to insult anybody, they call them Ben Yishai. There's a parallel coming up in the next few parishes. Anybody recall? Yeah, whenever they more times than not, whenever they were issuing some disparaging remark, they called them Ben Amr. It's dispar- It's like I never understood Ben Yeshiva and all the grades. The kids get last names, and they're called by their last names. Be much more covered to call somebody by their first name. Okay, so I'm a stomach that happens because people don't remember, and the Rebbe remembered his brother, and remembered the Rebbe doesn't call me one of the names, but in the schoolyard. I don't know if they're trying to be disparaging, but it's certainly more personal to call somebody and say, hey, Schwartzbaum, you know, call him, uh, call him David. Ben Amram is, uh, is not a nice, uh, not the nice way to say it, and Ben Yishai is not the nice way either. So they would comment that, yeah, he picked this one because he's relying on his money and he'll have food, and he'll be able to buy food. He saw you, Musa Brav, we're all going to die. This is war, he's going to be protected with his inner circle, his green berets. The people on the front line will die, who and he'll be protected. So the doc says it even stronger than the way Rashi brought it down, but the same idea. This is the Medjid representing his first shot that it will be a public sensation that the Jews are begging and dying in the streets in foreign lands. Again, the guy will see it. Yavad Dever. God Ramaz. Now that we have the entire background, some say that Dever is the same letters as Dover. Eishamim God, who is giving over the choice and has to report the results. God Ramazla Dare Ma'ashir Shalchi. So the Pasik says, think carefully and consider it and weigh the options because I have to go back to Gajbarhu. Re Ma'ashir Shalchi Dover. Please tell me what Dover, what you're picking, and I'm going to go back and say it over. 
And the Medjur says, Dover here is also to be read Dever, like a Korean Xiv. Dover who Dever Baisius, which means that God, ever the Navi, but the caring friend and one of the caretakers of Klai Yisrael, dropped a hint as he was talking to Dover. Dover's confounded. What do I pick? And it's so difficult, and I don't know what's right and what's wrong. And he said, there are many ways to say, let me know what you decide, and I'll report back to Akash Baruch Hu. Why that's necessary to Klal is, uh, but we see that Moshe Ben also, Klal, and go warn them and report back. Why he had to say the words, I want to report back to Sholchi, my sender, Dover, is already, hello, Dover Hu. It's, a, it's an odd choice of words, and that's why Chazal Darshan, that he actually was in a very, very clever way, dropping a hint that pick number three, Dever, Dever, that's the one you want to pick. We decided. <coughs> oh, so now you have the whole background. I wanted to give you the whole background so you understand. What? If you're going to go to Supreme, it could be decided already. It's not shut that he gave Well, that's a problem. That's why I gave you the whole background. Because the Yama David El God, Tzadli Ma'id, is David Amelach taking a decision. You know, you're creating Zivda, the positive preferish. I have three choices. It's very difficult, very painful, but he thought about it and thought about it well. And he came up with, we now have a number of cheshbenes. I don't want to be a chilashem among the goyim. I don't want to be killed in battle with the goyim. I want them begging in Alexandria and in, and in Syria. And I don't want them to talk about me, Kilo. I'm not afraid of the robbers. I have money. I'm not afraid of the army because I have protectors. Very many detailed and very brilliant cheshbenes. And then the last <laughs> day of the Medrash says, and by the way, God was marames. Sholchi Dover. I want to let know the... The Hashem who sent me, Dover, I need an answer. Dover, Dever, get it? Like, so, if David got the remez, then you don't need all these cheshmenes. And if he didn't get the remez, then it's kind of interesting why somebody would give a remez if the person doesn't get it. David Melch is extremely intelligent, that's an understatement. And God is extremely adept at giving over things. And... He gave it up for a reason. What good is it if he's not going to hop it? Where's the decision by David Fortan? Vayomer David El God, Sadalimod, Nifrabiyashat. No, read on. That's what Dr. is explaining. He chose, I want to pick the punishment that it looks like you're falling only beyond Hashem and not beyond other people. And when it's famine, as the Radak is playing, you're falling beyond other people. Everybody's masking. That's why I read the Radak and Rashi. There's, there's no Mefersh that says otherwise. The Radak is always Pashim Shah. There's no Mefersh that says that, that that's not a clear reference to choice number three, Dever. That's a Dever Muskum. The Radak tells us that, and the Major says, after a few of the Pshatim, that happens to be God gave a Remez and Dever, Dever, Korean Xiv, not really a Korean Xiv, but it's like a Korean Xiv, and he gave him a Remez. So the question we have to figure out. You can appreciate this of Dessel a lot more once you know this. That's why I have to be Myrich over here. I understand David is very nervous. That's not the picks. He thinks about it and he uses all his kaychas of his chesed and his leadership qualities and its sitkus. It all shines through here. It's gavaldic. Well, look at these cheshbenis over here. He doesn't think about himself. He's thinking about what's good for Klai Yisrael, what looks good for Kvayt Hashem and Kvayt Klai Yisrael. And then he makes a decision. And then we find out there's a remez over here. Well, the question is, did he catch the remez? Did he not catch the remez? If he caught the remez... So he got that sentence before he answered. So then he doesn't need any cheshbenes. So what do we have all the vadaka, the rashi, and all the cheshbenes? And if he didn't catch the remez, then that's pretty interesting that a navi would give a remez and take a risk he didn't catch it. If he didn't catch it, he should say it again more clearly. So 
we had this uh, similar thing in Shia not long ago about a remez being given. Is it, it's not being caught, or you know, is, is it really a remez? So you can do this with your family members and give a remez when they uh, come to you and they say, uh, you know, uh, where are we uh, where are we going for perm suda? And you give them fifteen hints. They do get. It, they don't get. It. If they don't get it, you'll find that perm. And if they do get it, uh, very nice. It's a cute thing. But this is not. This is not games over here. This is deadly serious. Dead serious. And David Amelach was 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 really suffering trying to make a decision like this, but he did it. So he did it. So then, uh, before the Rams, after the Rams, yes. You know, that there's a million reasons why we should all go, oh, and also, by the way, that's what Hashem says. So that, so that all the Mepharshim say that, that over there, the word was that you should, there were two different halacham over there in the Bali Musar. He's asking why Yaakovina said over that your father doesn't like me anymore, he never liked me, he likes me less, and he's not looking at me the same way. And then they said, he cut us out of the will, and they went in a whole long drush, and they said, and Hashem said we should go, so we should go. So why was that last, and why was anything first? That was the question. So the two halacham over there were, number one, to help fight the Yetzirah, you should, when you can, in life you can't always do this, when you can, you should explain to yourself and your family members and your friends why I can show you now why this is good. And it'll make it easier, you should kind of do it anyway. It's a Zayas it's a mitzvah. But Bitochen doesn't have to be fought with two hands tied behind your back. You can also self-counsel and explain to yourself or somebody else can try to cheer you up. Explain to yourself, by the way, I see the silver lining right now. Sometimes in life you don't. You've got to wait a year, 10 years, 120 years. But it's, it's within our system, certainly on our Madrega, you see even for their Madrega, to help it along and see the godless Abere right now, if you could see it. And if you can't, do it anyway. And if you can, it'll give you more chizit. That was one mahalach. The second mahalach is, they want to be honest. And they said that we shouldn't look like such sadikim and sadkanias that were doing Dvar Hashem. Leaving home was very difficult, especially for the daughters, for the imos. And they didn't want to pretend like, oh, this is like so easy, where we're going right now. They wanted Anivas to say, yeah, there are five other reasons why it's really not that difficult to leave right now, and therefore, we just want a full disclosure that we're sort of happy to leave, and Hashem said so, we're still going to leave anyway, and that was also their Anivas. That won't help over here. Because over here, Davina Melech is giving a concrete, logical reason why he has to pick this. So I think we want that David should have come to that realization. So I'm asking, so when was the Remez? So this the is very Nogea for the whole Sugi in the last two months. He's getting signs from the heaven, he's getting Ramazim, he's getting uh, tips from Nevi'im, and but uh, the Pusik says he's figuring it out. And the Radak and Rashi are giving you very concrete svaras. So which is it? We'll pick up a Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night, and we will see the answer.